Russians burned my uh, town 200 oh, that, that, that's no good. Okay, I, mean, I guess we can change the subject now. You know. <laughs> Poverty of the People is brought to you by MTG Madness. You can visit them online at mtgmadness.com. Popper to the people. With me tonight is Mikey. Brennan. Howdy, y'all. Dan. Uh, what the <laughs> hell is that? <laughs> you can talk Swedish, Dan. It's okay. Do I have to start over? No, no. Keep going. Please. Okay. Just roll with it. Just, just let okay. it go. And yep. then uh, Peter isn't with us next week, but next uh, this week. But the spirit of Howdy is still strong. Guest, my future host for Command. Well, that's gonna be joining me on Commanders HQ this Wednesday. Nick. Hey, how's it going? How's everybody's week been? Mine was awesome. Was it? Yeah. Should I go first? What did you do this weekend? Well, uh, not just this weekend, but last week my second niece was born, so that was awesome. That was awesome. Congrats. Thank you very much. Cutest little girl that I have ever seen next to my other niece. Uh, and then this past weekend, uh, a lot of people know, was the Ham on Rye tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Hosted by the great host Blippy the Slug, which Ham on Rye was a tournament started after... Um, uh, well, this is awkward. I, I can't remember the person's name. I don't want to butcher it if I can't remember. I think his Eric name was Aaron. There you go, Eric Freiborg. He uh, unfortunately passed away, I think, three years ago now. And uh, the Ham on Ride tournament was started, I think, by Blippi to honor him. And it's a great tournament. It's a classic tournament. happens once a year. And uh, I got fourth place. Hey, congrats. Yay. What did you play? I played uh, a Bant deck based on Rexdart. Uh, Rexdart yeah. is a is the person who mainly does classic articles on MTG Academy. You should check him out. Pretty nice yeah. guy, too. Uh, if it wasn't for his suggestion of putting a dismember in the deck, I probably would not have won three of my matches. So that was awesome. And yeah. uh, I won about, in total, 149 bucks. Yeah. Wow. Had, had a little little hiccups with some uh, unfortunate people who joined the event, but uh, I'm not going to call them out. They know who they are. Okay. How was your weekend uh, there, Dan? It was great. I played uh, football or soccer, as you say in the U.S., against yeah. a bunch of 12-year-olds and kicked their ass. <laughs> but, uh, hell yeah. <laughs> you should now I can't, uh, now you I can't sure barely walk. You sure showed them, didn't you? <laughs> so you showed a bunch of 12-year-olds that you're just bigger than them, you can knock them over? No, no, I beat them at soccer, but... Um, then uh, now I can't walk. I got a question for you. Dan, how tall are you? Uh, five feet eleven. You actually answered in not in European in not European terms because we're American and we use inches and shit. Alright, cool. Yeah, uh, I so haven't heard of the metrics and stuff. So. <laughs> yeah, we haven't apparently. From America. We're from America. America. So you're five foot eleven. How much do you weigh? Uh, how much do I weigh? That's harder to convert, but maybe a <laughs> hundred sixty. You you, you so, times so it by two point two for kilograms or pounds, or you divide it by it if you're trying to get kilograms. Okay. So, so thank I, you, I answer one hundred sixty. 
<laughs> okay, so you're five foot eleven. You're 160 pounds, and you played soccer with 12 year olds. Yes. Weigh like probably less than a hundred pounds. <laughs> you probably you, you no, said I, actually they're quite big. About the uh, yeah. You're proud that you kicked their ass. Yes. Okay, now <laughs> we know that. So, I would be too. But you can't walk anymore, so you oh, had yeah. to sacrifice something. <laughs> you yeah. sacrificed being able to walk for a week. I guess karma's got you there. <laughs> hey, yes. You gotta take, you gotta take your victories where you can get them. Over twelve year olds? The hell's wrong with you? Hey. This fat boy is so out of shape. If I beat a 12-year-old at any foot-based activity, I, w- I would be proud. <laughs> after, you beat a after, after, Street Fighter, you're so happy that you <laughs> press, press buttons faster. Yeah. Woo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you do for... Do you do anything with magic, Dan? Uh-oh, did we lose him? Dan. Oh, he, Dan. he's there. I'm here. Uh, I forgot an important detail to the story. They were all girls. <laughs> oh, so you, oh, that's oh even better. <laughs> so you Why would you admit that on air? And, uh, my my friend uh, who is uh, oh, uh, he he didn't make it through the match. <laughs> the twelve year old twelve year old got him. <laughs> he was posting pictures of uh, all his. Uh, that's how twelve year old plays, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> That's, awesome. That's how Trevor Rope plays you when you're not looking. Have you, have yep. you guys ever seen Dodgeball, a show underdog story? Oh, yes. heck yeah. It's awesome. Where they, where they face the, the Girl Scouts in the first yes. round of the preliminaries. <laughs> 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 we just pictured Dan doing that. Uh, it was like Dodgeball, but we were the villains. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah, I bet. Was it the Cobra? The Cobras, yeah. Yeah, the Cobra. You're the Cobras. Yes. Peter, you're <laughs> oh yeah, I also watched uh, I, I watched Extreme Rules this weekend God, that was an awful pay-per-view Holy crap I didn't, I didn't watch it It was terrible The only thing I watched was the return of Evolution And Triple H Just just, just stop it Just, 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 yeah. just quit, dog you, you, You're past your prime Batista, retire Randy Orton I don't know what the hell happened to that guy. Yeah, let's talk about my boy. I like Randy Hey, Orton. Randy Orton is... He's quickly getting washed up. He's letting WWE screw with him. I don't know what he's doing. Mm. He needs to have the title back on him. Yeah. But uh, what do you do? Do you do anything with the Magic this weekend, Dan? No, so very seldom on weekends. Uh, I usually play in, oh. the, in the week. You didn't, okay. you didn't go to the card store and beat the little girls that were trying to learn? No? <laughs> no, I, I don't do paper magic. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's on that's on his bucket list for next time. That's on his bucket list. <laughs> exactly. What do you do this weekend, Brennan? Well, um not too much. I worked a little bit on the gauntlet and trying to get things finalized. Trying to figure out what I'm going to do with the last couple of decks. I have a feeling it's going to be the a top four for a long, long time. So I was looking into that. But um took you, my you need any well, help with it or No, I'm just trying to think. I was trying to think of some way because I have a feeling it'll it'll stall with those four, and you know especially after they get uh, journeyfied. You know, yeah. once, the, okay. once journey the next comes out, you know they're going to have a chance to update so they can be more yeah. meta ready, and um, that's just going to make it take longer. So I was kind of wondering if there was I was kind of thinking up some plans if 
maybe have like a mini tournament if the brewers are able to meet up. But I'm not yeah. I'm not sold on that idea yet. But it might be something to do. Yeah, kind of like a, cool. just run a four man. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, uh, if you guys want, I could uh, I could stream you guys testing it. Unless, well, unless you're gonna record. Well, you could record it too at the same time. Yeah. I can, uh, yeah, it's okay. I'll let you know. I'll, I'll give you a shout. Sweet. The other thing I did, uh, my daughter had one of her friends over, and they went to they wanted to go to the mall. So I was like, oh, okay, I'll take you. And you, I went and saw. You didn't kick their asses in soccer, no? No, I. Uh, <laughs> they, That's a they actually, opportunity. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? We could have, we could have a soccer match right there in the parking lot of the mall. And I said, I'd have <laughs> taken on all comers. Uh-huh. Any twelve year old girls? We play extreme rules here. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. no Concrete everything. You just sounded like Randy Marsh from South Park in the change. Anybody yeah, wants to change? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, he's one of them. Change zombies. <laughs> yeah, and then I went to while I, while they were fiddling around in the mall. I uh, I went and saw Spider Man Two. Oh, that worked yeah. out for you. Don't say anything. I'm seeing it next week. You're going to be very disappointed. I didn't even see it, and I can tell you're going to be disappointed. Yeah, I know. I can tell in his voice, too. Yeah. I I saw Captain America. You should keep your mind open when you go see that movie. (laughs) (laughs) Which means the movie sucks if you're a big Spider-Man fan, but if you don't care, you're probably going to like it. I'll give it a shot because I already I'm already set to go with my buddies, but uh, I'm I'm I'll, I'll see you next week. Don't say anything. Okay. As far as okay. I'm concerned, no Toby, Toby McGuire ruined Spider Man. So. Aw. Yeah, this new guy does a better job. No, he doesn't. Yeah. Now they do a, they do a better job of making him more joking around and playful in this one. I will give him that. Yeah. They kind of brought that aspect back to it. Yeah. Hey. They made Toby. Oh. Toby McGuire made made Peter Parker a whiny little. Prick. I'll, I'll be fair. James Franco was good. I'll be fair. James Franco was a good Green Goblin. James Franco was good in everything he's in. That's that's not even a fair statement. Yeah, that's true. That Oz movie was kind of janky. The Oz movie that he was in, that, that movie was kind of janky. I like his Pineapple Express character the best. You know, I have never seen that. The movie's off. Neither have I. Yeah. Oh, it's off. That and then Pineapple Express 2 that they did in that uh, Until the End of the World. Oh, movie. this is the end? This is the end. <laughs> When they, God, made, when they made up uh, Pineapple Express 2. Oh, my God. Could they not? Could, you know, I would have been happier if they replaced Michael Sarah with Shia LaBeouf. Anyway, is that all you did this week? How you do anything with Magic, Brandon? Uh, with Magic, nope. Just played some played some more of the gauntlet and posted it. Okay. Isn't cool. that technically playing Magic? Yeah. And how did you how did you how did you ruin my ruin my deck? And why am I why is my Jack deck I championed out of it now? What did you do wrong? Hey, my deck's out too. Don't feel bad. Yeah. I don't know how that happened. It you know it's the gauntlet, crazy stuff happens. Sometimes I got you know, I get distracted. I got I got texts to send. Oh, I got okay. posts to do, you know. This is an acceptable So, so I just uh, I just kinda of phone it in. <laughs> that this is an, this is acceptable. He played the decks wrong, and he doesn't want to tell us that he did it. No way! I played them perfectly, all of them. Yeah, yeah just the like you didn't shuffle cards on air and blame it on me. Exactly. <laughs> all right, uh, Nick, what did you do this weekend? Uh, I had my son, uh, oh. and uh, yeah, he's nine. Oh, okay. I, yeah. thought, I thought you were saying like he. Yeah, I thought you had. I thought you had a son. No, no, no. Like, no. Why? 
Yeah. <laughs> wow. Like, here? Yeah, that's, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I had him over. Um, okay, okay. Uh, cool. Uh, for the weekend. I'm following you now. Yeah. I spent time with him, and then I uh, couldn't do magic this weekend, but we'll be doing magic on Thursday in Nate's group. Yeah. And then I've been working on uh, Commander's HQ. So. Yeah. yeah. This whole idea was his his idea for the show. I'm just kind of the one that has the connection to get things rolling. So. Well, I think I speak for the three of us when we wish you two the best of luck. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Thanks. Well, we have another guy, Alex Burnick, but he couldn't be with us tonight. I was going to see if you want to come. He's, he's busy tonight. He works early, I think. He's a welder. He's joining us on Wednesday for our first recording, so. But yeah, what did I do this week? I uh, played uh, EDH, and because uh, I can't do much at the brew right now because of the new cards that have to come out, I uh, I played my, we, uh, what started out as a simple, uh, with my friend Garrett, what started out as a simple, uh, uh, just well, how to fix my artifact deck turned into completely... Staying up till three o'clock in the morning and fixing it into a Esper, uh, an Esper combo deck that can actually utilize eggs. Scrambled or sunny side up? <laughs> <laughs> I had to do it. Huh? <clears throat> I can actually utilize the egg combo uh, from the from the other deck, uh, dealing damage without the spell bomb. Instead, using debt to the debtless and exsanguinate, cool, and pull it off. And uh, that's that that combo. I have a special combo for that, and then we figured out another cool interaction, which I can leave for the other show once we get that far. But yeah, so I did that, and I was testing that deck out, and I had to deal with some uh, some very hard feelings over false profit, and I had to deal with that situation. <laughs> so yeah, but other than that, that's all I really did. Just kind of hung out by the my fire because I have a it's it's. Spring now, so or summer. We finally got summer. What a terrible, terrible scene! Wait, wait a minute. I just heard the card shuffle. That wasn't me, Chris. That wasn't me. I just heard it. My card is sitting right here. So, uh, no, I uh, shut up. (laughs) So I've been just hanging out. uh, I've been just hung up in my fire and did stuff with the family this weekend, and that's about it. Oh, uh, I almost forgot. I also played. For this week, for the first time ever, you played what? what? You, I played you, standard you... pauper today. I did oh. it. Well, heck, how'd that go for awesome. you? It was awesome. I uh, What'd I played play? um, I played PK 23s black red white deck that my friend uh, Gordani uh, re uh, revised, and the deck list was awesome. Uh, round one, I faced off against Cyana Justice, who was playing uh, white weenie, mm-hmm. and uh, I unfortunately had too many removal spells for him to uh, to deal with. And then uh, round two, I faced off against our friend Adner, who um, mm-hmm. was playing mono black and promptly got my ass whooped by Grey Merchant, so that was great. And then uh, <laughs> I played it against a bent deck, and then three turns in, uh, Lord Worth decided to say no, meaning uh, the entire server crashed, and Moto went down for like four hours, so I need to actually get to finish the tournament. That sucks. Oh, yeah. That sucked. Wow. I don't even, oh, I don't even blame terrible. Worth Wolport, because I know it's not his fault. Yeah. <clears throat> Despite no. what everyone may think, he's just the spokesman. He's the the people who you think run Magic Online don't actually run Magic Online. So when you get angry at Mike Turian and Worth Walford, don't. They don't. It's not actually their fault. Yeah. I am you sure. They, I'm sure Mag- they would uh, fix it if they could. You know who? 
Yeah, right. You know who I think uh, runs Magic Online? The people who design uh, Duels of Planeswalkers. That's who I really <laughs> think runs Magic Online. And Darth <laughs> Vader's in there somewhere. <laughs> da, 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 da. Oh, shit, that's copyright. <laughs> <laughs> Not if you sing it. <laughs> I doubt they would lay claim to it. Yeah. I doubt they would even give a crap now. It's like 30 years later. <laughs> But, uh, so, yeah, um, but yeah, so it sounds like I ever had a decent weekend. Uh, what is, uh, a news? We don't have any. Like, other than the fact that Commander's HQ is, uh, gonna be kicking off this week, I really don't have nothing unless you guys have some news. Uh, we're on the countdown to Vintage Masters. Yes, we the are. Preview starting just two weeks. Yep. Like, two Ooh. weeks. Get his head up. Let's use their M.O. They, they, I, I believe they said that they were going to start previews a month before uh, Vintage Mask comes out. I think Vintage Mask comes out, what, the second week of, uh, of June, right? Yes. Yeah, something like that. They said, I remember them also saying that they were going to be very, very careful on what cards they spoil. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm looking forward to Vintage Masters because I actually kind of will... Pr- I... I, I like I'm pretty, I'm just looking forward to it in general because I actually kind of want to start doing a little bit of EDH online. So it will be a financial nightmare. I will be checking every morning <laughs> and see what I have to sell immediately. Oh, the, right. the, mar- the market. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna see the first ever official MTGO Wall Street crash. Right. <laughs> yes, I, I want I want video. I want the video of of, of Dan Sigget sitting in front of his computer crying. <laughs> I, know, I will just, I will sell quickly. I've sold most of the stuff that I think will come back, but some of the stuff was so cheap in, uh, during the flashback draft, so I had to buy it again. <laughs> but I, I got rid of days and stuff, so it's all yeah. yeah. And I have I think I have a library and some burning wishes maybe. Yeah. Cool. A library I have at least, but. Yeah. 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 You know that card whooped my ass this week. If it wasn't for that card, I might have actually made it to the finals of that tournament. Shoutouts to uh, Call Me Dragon. He was the winner of the tournament, so shoutouts to him. Also, shoutouts to the Wolf too. He was last year's winner, and he uh, he's still top eighted. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's cool. But on to good reads. We do have some articles, and I think we'll just let Brandon do the first one, being that it's his article. Yay, me. Yeah, I did the, <clears throat> pardon me, did my weekly article, uh, Standard Deviations, talked about how things are going, and just submitted the latest one today. So we have basically, the next one for this week is already up, but... Let's take a look at what we got. Went through round three. Already started on round four. <clears throat> Moving on to round four, we had the Cyclops combo, Demir Mill, Loyal Boros, Mono Green Aggro, Mono Red Aggro, and Rakdos Regenerations. Those decks have always been pretty strong. Um, played them pretty well. Um, by the time this comes out, some other matches will already be spoiled, but... Cyclops combo it was pushed out of round four. So it will not be moving on to round five. So it was the casual or excuse me, casualty of this last round. Um everything else yeah. is doing pretty good. It's really <clears throat> excuse me. 
the decks that are left, even if I'm not the greatest pilot of them, they're so strong that they put their, they basically push themselves through regardless of my screw-ups. Yeah, well, it's d- Dimmer Mill is really, I don't know, Dimmer Mill is hard to screw up. I mean, it's... No, it's really, really easy. I don't know. I, I guess every time I've seen the deck, it's like, all right, you, you really start the game, start your turn with, are there creatures on the board? Well, yes, then get rid of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's either, it's either uh, counter that, remove this, you know, move on, Either yeah, you either can, mill them or just slowly dink them with something small. You, yeah, but you could easily like counter the creature when you should have used removal on it, or you could use removal when you should have countered mm-hmm. it and save removal for something else. Yeah. Oh yeah, you got to make decisions on yeah. is this a threat? Is it? But not it doesn't a surprise me that Demir Mill is still in running as much as I hate that deck because yeah. it's probably one of the <laughs> most uh, out of all the decks in here. It's like one of the decks that actually makes me want to, like, destroy my computer. <laughs> yeah. I've played the Mirror... I've played the Demir, the Demir Mill Mirror Match. It is oh, my awful. God. It, it, it's Jeez. a slow, painful death. Like, Demir Mill is just a slow, painful death. Yeah, it, it usually comes down to who crypt incurs the first and gets more whips out. <laughs> We're Chandra- to the whip! Nice. So you actually have to try to kill the other. We might never ever return. Yeah, you can. I mean, you can mill them some, but then I don't know. It they they just basically play around your mill cards. You play around their mill cards. It's just bull. I I can't play Demir Mill because if I end up playing the mirror, I'm probably just going to concede to my opponent. Just be like, screw this. I'm going to do <laughs> yeah. something else. Forget it. All <laughs> apologies to the deck for, maker. Forget, forget <laughs> it. You know, I, I don't even care anymore. Right. So there are five decks left for yes, for round for round yeah round four there were there were does it one two three four five six yep so now there are if you can achieve an eighty percent win rate which is uh, very high then you will lose a a deck every round pretty much so I think that you don't have to do any. Any special end to it? I think it will end quickly enough okay. to do a match a day. Yeah, that's the plan. Do a match a day, oh. see what wins. I'm in round five now, and I will be posting the results. Everybody who keeps up with us on the YouTube channel, you'll get the results as soon as I post them. So, it's the quickest YouTube way to learn. That? that would yes. be Magic Gath Strat. Gathering, strat. gathering strat, excuse me. There you <laughs> go. If you guys want to right. follow the progress of this uh, magic content, gathering strat, all one word. Just search it out, and YouTube will take you there. Yes. We'll definitely remind all of them at the end of the show. Yeah, or search for standard popper gauntlet, and it will also take you there. Yeah. YouTube cool. likes me. If whenever you watch one of my videos, it suggests like twelve more. So. <laughs> <laughs> if you like this video, you should watch this video because if you like listening to this guy talk and play magic, you like watching these videos of this guy playing magic and talking. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I figured out <laughs> the last, uh, I think last week? I figured out I don't know how to use YouTube tags at all. Because when, whenever I put YouTube tags, I get like, I'll get like this random like Russian video or like this <laughs> Mickey Mouse thing that they want to suggest to me. I'm like... Well, what does Mickey Mouse have to do with MTG or Magic the Gathering? How does it make any sense? 
What is it like? Disneyland brings the magic, so that that's yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, probably. Probably. Mm. Oh, so, I'm the magic and kids. Oh. <laughs> and our next article is called "Is Popper Lost or Liberated?" I believe Dan submitted this one. What's it about? Yes, I submitted it because uh, I think Jason Moore said it very well. Uh, premier events haven't fired in three weeks, and uh, we are definitely in a situation where uh, premier events are not. There is no competitive pauper anymore, pretty much. There are the eight months. Yeah. So what does that mean? Are we lost or liberated? And I think he put a pretty good spin on it, so it's a recommended read. Yeah. You would think at some point Wizards would realize they effed up. No, I think this is exactly what they wanted all the time. They want people to spend the money on the big on the on the on the more expensive cards and the little yeah, little they, uh they wanted to kill the format that costed them money and they did. Right, exactly. Thanks yeah. a lot, Wizards. Appreciate it, bros. <laughs> yeah, of course, uh, five billion five billion dollars wasn't enough. But they needed five billion dollars. If you know this <laughs> If you note in this article, Jason does give mention and credit to, uh, uh, he does mention and give credit to the, the, the player-run servers. Mm. Yes. That's that, really the, comp- that's where the competitive scene is now. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, I mean, if you still want competitive play, then you probably want to move over for to the, uh, the Gathering and, uh, PDC, because they still can carry it, they still... <laughs> to my knowledge, I've heard, they still do really good on their tournament, their tournament uh, attendance. I think today in our tournament we had, uh, I want to say, 16 players or 20 players. Yeah, that's uh, Classic Popper Tuesdays regularly gets 30 plus, sometimes even 40. That's, that's cool. So, uh, I mean, listen, Popper is still there. It's still competitive. It's just... You know, Wizards is basically has put it down to the player run events, and uh, I actually uh, I think a week ago I spoke to a good friend of Popper the People, Mister Hygiene. Uh, shouts to him. He um, he was pretty upset that uh, there's no there's no European time friendly uh, Popper Classic tournament. So uh, I was about to say that. Yes. Yeah, I uh, I put him in in the works with. Uh, hopefully, he contacted Long Time Gone the. Uh, host of uh, Popper Classic Tuesdays, good friend of mine, and uh, one of the administrators of uh, Gatherling.com. And, well, hopefully there's going to be a European-friendly time zone uh, one soon, so uh, look out for that. If not, oh, then I'm... Great. Yeah. You know what? I look at it this way. If the player-run servers are the ones that are, are, are taking on the, the bulk of these competitive events, I would like to see more. I, I want to see more than Classic Popper Tuesdays. I want to see a... Uh, like try, like, I, I want mind seeing a like a like a another night of popper like a, a popper classic event like that'd be sweet. I'll be talk. A, I'll talk European to time, time for sure. Yeah, because if, we definitely get a European time could, one. They could run on that wasn't on a Tuesday. I could probably make it. I'll talk to a long time gone about. I'll, I'll tell him that there's uh, the tournaments. The problem is. It never works out because my kids go to bed at, at that time, and I, I have my kids by myself. So that night, so. Well, I'll, def- I'll talk to Long Time Gone about it. I'll see if uh, maybe we can get another American timed uh, American time one, and I'm definitely going to ask him to try and get a host for a European time one. I mean, ideally, if 
they're going to be the ones carrying it. They should try running more events because I'm I mean, pretty sure <laughs> just get more people. I mean, you, you know what? Actually, while we're on air, I'm going to go talk to Low Time Gun right now. Uh, you know what the funny thing is? Popper was really a player-run format. It was made by the people for other people to play. And that's yeah. and I, I think it's starting to show that maybe Wizards gave up on Popper because it cost them a little bit of money. But we're not ready to give up on it. Yeah. Are you, get, you getting any uh, any of the premier events players uh, coming <laughs> to the player on events? Uh, a couple of them do, yeah. A couple of them do, but um, I mean, a lot of a lot of them, uh, you know, they work during the week. That's why they played on in the premier events uh, in the uh, on the weekends. I think the problem is honestly is. Uh, and I, I don't I don't I, I hope this isn't true, but this is just a theory. Um, most of the people who were very competitive and played in the premier events, uh, most of the pe- you know most of those guys, I don't think they have any respect for gathering because it, I mean it's only what seven tickets to the winner, which I mean yeah. you're playing a pauper tournament that sounds way better than than nothing to me. That sounds just just appropriate. Yeah. I, I, I don't I don't think a lot of people who competed in the premier events really care about Paul. That I much. think what you're I think what Mike's hitting on what you're coming back to is the competitive versus casual play. Competitive players will not hit up event unless they won't hit up and be interested in an event and unless the payout is absolutely phenomenal. Like the, the yeah, basically the the thing about gathering <clears throat> about Popper Class Two's on gathering is um you're not really coming to to play first for competitive. You're com- you're coming to play because you love pauper because you you love playing. Yeah. You love hanging out with people. Yeah. Being able to to top eight and look cool and make a little bit of money here and there, that's just the bonus. Or at least it is for me. I don't go yeah. I don't go to win. I go just to top eight to show people how many times I can top eight a tournament. And I go to to socialize with people. I like the crowd there. Yeah. Yep. And I mean and. That's what that it, it comes down and like this argument's been I think ever since the dawn of magic this argument has always been competitive versus casual. Competitive players, I'm sure they enjoy the game, but they're looking more for that prize output and winning. And your casual players, they're just playing because they enjoy it. They don't care. Like it's just it's just the way it is. I mean that's never going to change, and once people can accept that and just stay on whatever side of the fence that they're going to be on, I think we're as a whole, the whole community is better off. Yeah, I mean, we to be to be honest, <clears throat> uh, like what Dan asked, we 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 get a couple of people from uh, from the uh, premier events that that come in that play a couple of people, but. The rest of the people that would compete in the pop premier events, I, I don't think they would look at us very big. They they probably laugh. To be honest, yeah. yeah you know what? That, and as far as I'm concerned, it's fine. Let them laugh. I did. Yeah, whatever. Long, we don't. We don't need them around. I. I don't. I don't want a toxic environment. That's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we've we've experienced that. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. especially. Uh, that's definitely. Oh God, that's the worst. We'll we'll, we'll cover too. Yeah. We dealt with that firsthand here at where we live at. Yeah. So. But. Yeah. But yeah, so I, I would almost call this article liberating. Yeah, probably. I, I think uh, I think letting letting the players take hold of this is probably just a better better in the long run anyway. 
So, but uh, we got uh, Mike's article here. What's this article here? You got uh, one second. Just finishing up this. It's the uh, uh, state of the program. It's an article published every Friday on uh, Pure M to Geo. There you go. Dan's got it. Uh, okay, I just sent my message to uh, to Long Time about a second uh, popper event <clears throat> and a uh, a European time one. Um, nice. Yeah. So um, uh, what this is is uh, today the program is pretty is pretty much the major article on Pure MTGO every week. Uh, if you don't visit Pure MTGO, I don't know why you aren't. You should. There's tons of, of articles there for just about every format, from standard popper all the way to classic, soon to be vintage. Um, I also write on there. Uh, I do do some popper articles. Uh, they usually come out on Mondays, but uh, there might not be one for me this week because I have a busy week ahead of me. But um, my favorite uh, writer on there is uh, Peter Yan. Uh, Pete has been... Uh, on the Purim TGO site for a long time. Uh, he does uh, State of the Program, which uh, is basically all the announcements and the news that happened the past week. And uh, this particular one is, is cool from last week because uh, he has a large speculation on how Vintage Masters is going gonna, is gonna to be run and, uh, and how that week when it comes out is going gonna, is gonna to be, which uh, we'll discuss a little bit later, but um, it's a good read. It's a good speculation. I, I happen to agree with some of it, actually. Uh, you know, and I mean, uh, check him out every Friday. It's, uh, it's great. He talks about every format. He talks about uh, flat. He, he, you know, he lets you know what flashback formats are coming out. Uh, you know, he does let you know if there's been any uh, bad things happening, of course, to let you watch out. So, no, I never have a bad time reading his article. I think it's the best summary of what's going on on Magic Online uh, anywhere. Is. And Definitely he's is. also very, uh, he has very good views on stuff, and he sort of looks at things in a very analytic yeah. manner. Yeah. He's a highly, highly intelligent person. I'm, I'm really happy to... Uh, to have him on PRMTGO. He, uh, he also mentioned that he actually does check out my articles, too, in one of his things, which was, uh, which was pretty awesome. That, that, was a cool, uh, that was a cool boost for me. That was awesome. Cool little feather in your hat? Yeah, a little feather in my hat. <laughs> a little feather in my hat. All right. Uh, so, yeah, that's pretty much all the articles we really had. That's a pretty good ones. Uh, we really don't have any topics. The the news feed and everything's been kind of slow. Just really, really slow. It's this, but uh, meta game. Uh, in our meta game, we we still have some events. We being that we talk about gathering, we got a Popper Classic Tuesdays event here. Um, and what we got here is oh, our top whoa. eight list for this event. No way. <laughs> Slivers one. Got first place. Go figure. There it is. It got first place. It doesn't show up in that position all that often, but it got there. People weren't ready for it. <laughs> He's running the uh, ring. Spectra winning this event with uh, the uh, the sliver deck. Uh, what's what sliver deck do we got here? <laughs> He's not running Virilian Sliver's main deck. I've been saying to do that for a long time, and everybody yells at me about it. Which one? Yeah. Uh, but he sent everybody doing this, except this guy. 
I think everybody running really Brilliant Summers? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's not running he's not running the He's running Steps Links in its place. <laughs> what? <laughs> what Steps Links? What is up with that? That's not even a sliver. Well, no, have four evolving wilds and four terramorphic. Yeah, it's a one mana four or five, I, I guess. So I, I, I don't know if I necessarily agree with it at first glance. So that looks like an alt win condition. <laughs> That's really weird. Slivers <laughs> and a kitty. <laughs> like, That's not a kitty. Slip. That's a panther. And here's the kitty. Wow. Uh, anyway, so next up we have a uh, what is that? Red burn deck by uh, Mister Skidum. Yep. Oh, it's, uh, it's some old guy burn. Pretty much. It's, Looks uh, like the old list. Faithless looting. No, it isn't. Fury tempers. Oh yeah, there you go. It's the Faithless Burn deck. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then uh, there's my boy, Long Time Gone, running uh, his own Burn deck. He's been he's been tearing it up here. Well, it's Burn. It's really easy. It's just, I'm going to put this to your face. You're the best target to have. You calling him a bad player, Nate? No. Okay, I'm just, <laughs> making, I'm just kidding. But he's, I'm just he kidding. Should, That's what he Burn should. does. It's like, it's like, I'm just going to burn you in the face, and it's going to be fun. Yeah, he should really see a doctor, though. To take care of that burning, burning sensation. Sensation. Yeah, he probably should. I mean, uh, if it's lo- <laughs> if he has it for more than four hours, he might want to get checked. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty standard. I, yeah. I, I can't imagine that there's going to be that many people who listen to the show is going to get that joke. For all the people <laughs> that do, I'm so sorry that I did it. Uh, what do we got next? Next is Trinket, actually. Old, old Trink- American Trinket. America. 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 <laughs> I don't want to say any of the words. (laughs) Yeah, it looks like we got uh, an American, we got red, white, and blue, and it's uh, pretty much a trinket deck. Yeah, it's got uh, eight spell bombs. It's got, uh, no, I'm sorry, uh, nine spell bombs. Two two sunbeam, that's the white one that gains life. Four pyretic spell bomb, we all know what that one is. And three aether spell bomb, that's the one that... uh, Bounces creatures, and then uh, he's got he's maxed out on Leonin um, uh, Squire. Squire, there you go. Sorry, I'm having a problem with my eyesight tonight. Yeah. Uh, Leonin Squire and Trick Mage, full out. Uh, well, you kind of need him to make this so, deck. So, work. what does this deck do against the first turn Delver? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you have to either spell bomb it or pirate spell bomb it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it looks like. This deck's Delver matchup. This deck, Del- this deck's Delver matchup is, is pretty bad. Yeah, it's not. It's not very good. But Delver's not really played in this event too much because uh, yeah. everybody in ga- everybody who's played in Gathering just gets really, really has. We all got bored of Delver so quickly that we just never played it. Yeah, it's Delver's a really, really good deck, but you can. It, it just goes to prove you can have a really, really good deck, but eventually, after you play it enough, you get bored and you want to do something. Well, no, else. it also goes to prove Never happened that. To me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean, well, you like winning, but uh, yep. so, so so does everybody here. Yeah, but like you can, yeah. you can win without Delver. I did play yeah. uh, Popper Classic Tuesdays once with Delver and won it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. I, wa- I watched you. I uh, did I top eight? I did top eight that one, but I lost in top eight too with the guy you beat in second place. I think. Oh, uh, I think so. Yeah, I think I. Th- I either top eighted or no, no. I'm sorry. I played the next week. Oh. Sorry, yeah. I played the next week. Sorry. 
Uh, that's another thing that I like about Gatling is, um, you know, you run into the competitive decks, but uh, you don't, you know, you don't run into like the hardcore, hardcore competitive decks where if you beat them, they're going to start complaining. Because I, I, I can guarantee you beat a Delver, most Delver players, and they're going to start bitching you out. Oh yeah, it, it actually it actually happened to me like three times on gathering that people yeah, were you know extremely what? angry when they lost. <laughs> but you know what? When people start raging and typing back and forth, that's when I la- I smile because now, then I have something to talk about on the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, anger aside, next up we have uh, my eyesight. Holy crap! Affinity. Oh, sorry, I'm I'm really sorry. I can't see very well. We have rug affinity. Um, yeah, just straight up blue, red, green. No, uh, it is no, perilous. Much. It is a perilous affinity deck. God, I love perilous research. Yeah, <laughs> perilous <laughs> research is amazing. Of course, like, like we've talked about this before, but the reason why perilous affinity is a thing and the reason why it's so good is because, like, before perilous research, like. Affinity was looking for that really good draw spell, and then Perilous, Perilous Research was de- demoted it into common level, and Affinity's like, yes, we want four of those. I mean, if, if there's one thing an Affinity player hates, it's it's cantripping star into star into land. Yeah. As where you can play star, play Perilous Research, and at least there, you know, you, uh, you basically compulsive research without having to discard. Yeah. Or Ancestral so, yeah, Recall for three mana, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's a pretty decent deck. I mean, out of all the Affinity versions, it's my favorite Affinity version. Like, oh, uh, yeah. I have I have this deck, I have this deck built in paper. Yep. Because it's just that good. <laughs> <laughs> Next up is uh, Francis Robert. Uh, he's a real veteran of uh, Ga- of the Gathering Tournament. He, he was, uh, he, he, I think, played the night we had the first one that I won. Shouts to goblins. Why do Rabid rebels. Why do people play Sparksmith? Why? We got a black. What we is this? A, black. Yeah, rebel it's, deck? it's rebels. It's a black white rebel deck. Um, what is he playing black for? He's playing one Rathy Trapper that he can go get. He's playing two Demir House Guard. Yeah, the House Guards look like they're for Pestilence or Evan Cars. Just yeah. he runs. He runs uh, Castigates also. Grim Harvest. Uh, yep. Grim Harvest. Grim Harvest. He runs an Car's Justice. It's a good combo with uh, Nightwind, uh, Nightwind Glider. Yeah, Castigate's a brutal card. I love it. Yeah. Uh, he's running Crypt Rats in the sideboard, too, as a 2 of. Yeah. That, and of course, everyone's favorite card, Bound in Silence, that you can just go ahead and search out of. Freaking nowhere. Yeah. Why would you run three Bound in Silence and three on Mix instead of four Bound in Silence? Yeah, I don't know why you wouldn't run four Bound in... Like, Bound in Silence is probably your best removal because you can just search it for it. Mm-hmm. I hate that card. Like, I... That's my... The, when I'm when I'm taking Rebels on, it's like... I, I'm not going to lie. When I'm... when I'm If I ever take the Rebels deck on... And I, if I see that uh, they, I see that they, they're playing rebels. I will literally, I don't care what cards they play. I will hold on for removal just because of Amro Scout. That's <laughs> true too. You will. I'll lose that matchup and lose, but I will walk out of that matchup with the proud thought that Amro Scout did not survive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Amro Scout has to die. 
Yeah. <laughs> it does. It's like, well, he's the so only searcher in this deck, too. Yeah, I could have he doesn't watch. play the one mana one or the bird. Wow. I could have somebody watching me play, and like, yeah, you just got your butt kicked. And I could be like, yeah, but Emerald Scout didn't survive. He's, uh, <laughs> he's more of a, like... Like a mid-range type of, um, he's more like just a like a, a good black-white aggro deck with a rebel theme. Yeah. If you really look at it, maybe it's the way to go. Yeah. Instead of going uh, full rebels, you just go part rebels. Well, uh, look so he has Wall of Hope, the Pestilence going as well. Yeah, he's got yeah. The, the Pestilence thing too. But look how big, look at cards he gets to play with. He gets to play with Castigate. That's a good card. There's like three decks in one here. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, let's see, who did he lose to? Let's check that trinket, out. Trinket, Trinket, Blinket. Yeah, he he, he trinket only trinket. lost to Trinket. He beat Long Time Gone in the Swiss. Uh, he beat Sip Dog with the, <laughs> the Walking Dead, which uh, Sip Dog uh, was playing Mono Black Zombies, which would make Peter proud. Oh, I guess that's, that's, he that's beat, fun. Uh, he beat Fairies, and then he beat Den uh, Bears playing Domain Zoo. Well, was he running Scredzu? Is the question? No, he's not running Scredzu. Oh yeah, he was. He was running Scredzu. Uh, is he running my list? Yeah. No, nah, he's running a combination of my list and PK's list. Yeah. Uh. Okay. And then last but not least, oh no no, I'm sorry. Prince Robert is in seventh. Uh, next up is Blue Red Kill Fiend combo from QTS. Uh, sorry, from QT Smash. It does everything that it's supposed to do because that's what uh, Kiln Fiend and Nivik Cyclops do. Yeah, I mean it's it's Blue Red Kiln Fiend. It, it, yeah, it, there's nothing yeah, there's special. Nothing special about it. about it. And then uh, Elves and a Togs, which means Sign of Justice is playing Affinity. <laughs> yeah, he but he he was playing the Affinity deck uh, with Flare Husky. He wasn't playing Perilous Research. Yeah, he did have Icar Claw Wellspring. Uh, the words Icar Well, he had a hat. What the hell? Turns out Carapace Forger is an elf. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> Funny enough, the, the the first time I ever knew that, uh, I played an, Az- an Azuri in my, my Scars deck, and I was like, all right, I'll just attack with Azuri. I was like, what? Why is my opponent... Th- oh, Carapace Forger is an elf! <laughs> awesome! <laughs> uh, he has two... Oh, I thought that said Harrow. He's got a big one of sideboard. Yeah, he does. Hey. Like, what is what is he looking for? He's just looking for quick little pop shot answers yeah, I think here. He's just doing some good stuff. He's got one cloak, one armadillo cloak, one standard bear, one whisper silk cloak, one scattershot archer, one remember the fallen, which I forgot was common actually, one one fire slinger for all the old school players out there, one electricery, one hill spell bomb, and one essence harvest. The hell does that do? That is that is that was like the greatest card out of Avison that no yeah. one that no one ever played. I love that card. Yeah, target. Yeah, it's pretty sweet considering he's playing a lot of. Uh, target player loses X life and you gain X life, where X is the so greatest you can do power of seven oh. damage. If you have a oh, so it's a it's a fling. Yeah, yeah it's a, but you don't lose your. Yeah, you don't lose your attack. It's a non fling fling. <laughs> should be an instant. That's not a card that should be a sorcery. Yeah, make, putting making that a sorcerer is a scumbag move. Making it a sorcerer would probably just make it uncommon. Or an instant. I don't think so. It's too good. So yeah, that's your uh, that's your top eight. Um, the rest of the meta game. I mean, there was a 
The most there is uh, four black decks, uh, four mono black, including uh, Mr. Edwin Lugo. Shoutouts to our good friend Mr. Shifting Shadows. There mm. were some sliver decks, some more, a couple of other things. But uh, looks like Affinity still, uh, Affinity and Burn are still running the roost. Yeah. Then going into our other event, we have Standard Popper with Azorius Agro. Yay! yay. Azorius, which is uh, what is this? This is Azorius Kitty. I don't know Azorius. Azorius. Yeah, Azorius Kitty. Getting things messed up. My bad. It's uh, Um, Torith with uh, Azorius Aggro. Get uh, let's see here. Pretty much uh, your standard run of the mill uh, uh, Azorius Aggro deck. You know, you got Keening Apparitions. You got Cloudfin. Sorry, Clownfin Raptors. Get Belphalidolon. You only got. He's only playing two Hopefalidolon though. He went with the full four gods willing. You got the hidden stri- uh, strings thing, couple museum skins. Pretty much a standard list. Yeah. Nothing special, really. Uh, in second place, you got my boy Adner playing Boros Aggro. Let's see what he got here. We got Wingsteed Riders. We got. Oh, he has an Oromancer theme. And for removal, he. Well, no, he's not really running removal. He's running three madcap skills and one pacifism. Yeah. So he's more of just an all in type of deck. Yeah, he he's doing what Boros does: flood the board with creatures and just swing to your heart's content till there till till the till you don't get up, the other guy doesn't get up anymore. Yeah. Uh, next up, we got Sit Dog uh, with well, Mono Black Control. Mono Black Control. Uh, yeah, nothing special. We can move on from that. The one. interesting <laughs> note, no, the interesting <laughs> note about Mono Black Control right now on Standard Popper. Is the fact that whenever Mono Black Control is mentioned, it, like everybody goes silent and doesn't care because everyone just hates the deck. I really don't care. This like, <laughs> like nobody after, cares. after today, the deck can just go die. <laughs> if it wasn't for Great Merchant, the deck wouldn't even be a deck. It's like yeah, like Mono like Mono Black Control no. is almost is almost sits in that category like Storm decks. Look who like, we, we beat around uh, Storm decks. Really, really big and classic. It was, uh, yeah, and Storm got first place, and nobody gives a crap. Look who we beat in round two. So. <laughs> he beat PK. the man who had it all. PK has not been doing that well in the, the pauper tournaments, from what I've seen. Yeah. Uh, then next up, we have the lovable host, Gwynagwind, or however the hell he pronounced his name. Gwynid? Is that how you pronounce it? I said Gwynid. Gwynid. All right. I apologize. I, I apologize if I butchered something. He's playing. Uh, he's playing Azorius Agro with Vaporkins uh, and uh, Wavecrest Triton. That new That's edition. Awesome. <clears throat> Card's good. No, it's 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 been way it's been that way for a while. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that before, but that is awesome. Yeah, that was, that was one of my. Yeah, that was that was like my pick way back when this set was spoiled. You know, Theros was spoiled a long time ago. That uh, wave crash plus um, plus the uh, hidden strings. That was that was my, my that was my pick to go to go a long thing, way. Yeah, the thing to the thing to note about wave crash Triton and hidden strings is, and we talked about this a, a long time on the episodes when this when this set was coming out. Um, you're building your own frost titan. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's a build your own frost titan. Is all it is. You think that Frost Titan was the worst Titan? I actually don't think that Frost Titan was the worst Titan. I, I know I'm going to sound nuts. I actually think Inferno Titan was the worst Titan. 
The what one? The Inferno Titan, the red one. The Inferno Titan? I actually think Inferno Titan is, is the fifth, and I think that Frost Titan is the fourth. Yeah, yeah. Really it, the Inferno Titan's not as good. It's simply just... You know, you got a hasty guy, and he has fire like, breathing. Like, being able to deal three damage is cool, but, like, with Frost Titan, being able to lock down a permanent is it will win you more games. Oh, I have... Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I've had EDH... I've had mm-hmm. EDH games where somebody right have repped a Frost Titan and really wrecked the game for everybody, so... It's also fun when people target it, and then they misclick on Magic Online. <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> Uh, but, but moving on. Uh, next up, we have Mono Red by what's that? Carnes. I'm gonna call him Carnies because it sounds funnier. Uh, I can call him whenever I want. Damn it. He's running. Uh, he's running. Uh, what is it? Scorchwalker. What? Hey, he's running Scorchwalker. He's running Madcap skills. Shucks. He's not maxing out on burn though. I think he's just going for getting a creature to go through and blood rushing it for massive amounts of damage. Mr. Brennan, what are your comments on this deck list? Yay or nay? Um. Well, I guess it depends. <laughs> it's going to 100% depend on what I'm running at the time. If <laughs> I'm, yeah. I mean, I hate to, hate to do that as a cop out, but. I don't really think it's a cop out. I mean, it's a it's a meta game choice, right? Um, Scorchwalker seems to me a really expensive um, five one combat trick. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, it's it's a quick lava axe, right? It's a quick three mana lava axe is basically what it is. Yeah. Pretty much. That's true. Basically, you swing through with any of these guys, right? You get a Crowan Crusader through and hit, and then you go and do this little cute little Scorchwalker thing to him, and now you've just hit for six, and you gave yourself a red soldier creature. They can block with, yeah. It's true. But all they got to do is block with one thing. Yeah, I know. That's kind of the downside, but it's cute. I mean, every card is a downside, except for uh, every merchant of Kiss My Asphodel. <laughs> yeah, you like that one, don't you? I just made that up. Uh, speaking of Grey Merchant of Asphodel, next up we got Godzo with uh, Mono Black Splash Blue. The blue cards that he is playing are Clownfin Raptor. Uh, I think that's it for creatures. Oh, he's also splashing blue for uh, Returned Fallon. He's using Returned Phalanx, Phalanx for the amazing mm-hmm. fact that it is uh, so a 3-3 three, three. Three, three for 2, and you can yep. make, an, make an attacker for 1 blue mana. Yep. He's flashing Divination as well, and then he's got a bunch of 1-ofs in the main. He's got a 1-of yeah. Psychic Strike in the main, one and a 1-of vo- Voyager's End. So I guess he uh, decided halfway through he wanted to play Highlander. And then sideboard... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I, I interviewed Godzo a while back when he hit first place with one of his decks. And it, he he loves to have, I mean, that's just his thing. He loves to have, you know, an answer for something all the time. And so that's why you see, I mean, look at the sideboard. It also has a trillion. Uh, yeah, a bunch one-ups. of one drops. He's just putting a... That's just what he likes. I mean, that, that is how he I, makes uh, his decks. I remember when Worlds 2007 happened and you had four Japanese players top eight, 
uh, in New York with uh, all with elves, uh, and they all had like the, the just like the weirdest one ofs you would ever see, you would ever see. Like you had like one civic wayfinder. I think back then uh, I don't remember if Future Sight was still legal, so that, but they had like one slaughter pact for no for like some random reason. It was weird too, and uh, a lot of people were saying that they were cheating because that like. There's just no reason to have these one ofs unless they knew something that we did it about shuffling. It was the funniest <laughs> freaking thing. <laughs> wow, that, that's a stretch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Japanese people confirm smartest people alive. Uh... <laughs> Not only are we sexist, we're racist too. <laughs> Wait, he just complimented them. Is that a, is it? Is it? Wait, is it being I'm, racist? I'm confused. <laughs> is it being? <laughs> Can we talk about Japanese girls, bro? Oh, I would love no, to talk about... No, Dan, too, too much. Too much. <laughs> All right, let's get back to the show uh, here. I want to talk about some K-pop. Come on, no, I'm kidding. Uh-oh. No, 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 no. We're not going to go there. Next. I'm already, already going to have like a, like a few paragraphs to read, read, read when uh, I get this email sent back to me from Chris, so... <laughs> You, you guys are just burying me deeper and deeper in, 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 a, in a grave for Chris right now. Oh, you're past six months. I'm probably past They thought that you had the black plague of death inside of you, so they only so they buried you like 15 feet. And like this whole episode, I'm pretty sure Chris is just digging a hole. He's like, yep. Swiss cheese. This is for Nate. <laughs> He's going to tell us to redo the episode. It's so bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> next up in seventh place is, uh, my brother from another mother, Gordani, with, uh, the black, red, white deck I talked about earlier. Um, basically what this deck is, it's, uh, it's just a good, I mean, it's just a good black, white, red, good stuff deck. It plays, uh, four of the white gatekeepers, three of the black gatekeepers for your card advantage, plays, uh, four lightning strikes and, uh, three shocks, plays some read the bones for some extra card draw, plays some augers reese, kill some gray merchants, Plays a, a bunch of um, Edic Effects and Devour Flesh and Celestial Flare. And uh, PK23 was also playing it, but unfortunately did not do well. Uh, the two decks that he... I'm sorry, the two matches he lost were actually Torith. He lost to Torith in round three and then lost to him in the top eight. Gordon uh, told me that the reason he lost was... Uh, he just got flooded, and by the time he drew Read the Bones, uh, unfortunately it was too late, and the Azorius deck was just too fast. Yeah. Azorius, uh, yeah, but that makes sense, though. Yeah, I mean, it happens. Oh. And the Azorius deck is getting that new Warwing Siren, and uh, it's just going to be even stronger, yeah. I think. Uh, uh, yeah, a 1-3 Heroic Blue, dude. Nice. It, yeah, it's going to be and crazy. And you can look at... Looking, Looking at Gordani's uh, matchup here, it looks like you know round three took Azorius Aggro on, then got to the end when they were doing when they were doing top eight, and like looked at hit his matchups like oh again, damn it. <laughs> you know it's funny because it's actually what he said. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean he used a much vulgar word that I don't want to repeat. I mean we've already dug a hole, but you want to? I do, but I can't. Uh, anyway, in eighth place, we then have, uh, Mr. Last but not least, Mr. VG Factor 88 with, uh, an Esper deck, basically. It's, uh, white, oh, I'm sorry, it's, uh, white, blue, black, basically, blink. Plays, yeah. uh, four of the, uh, duplex guy, the two-mana 2-2 two, two dude that returns crap. 
but he did lose. Uh, he went two and two and made the top eight. He uh, he beat White Weenie, a uh, deck that unfortunately is not listed. Then he lost to Godzo. He lost to Mono Red, and he lost to uh, Gwynedd. So yeah. take that for what you will. Uh, this is basically just yeah, it's just a black blue white deck. Just just Esper yeah, stuff. Just Esper stuff. No counter spells. Just just, yeah. just stuff. Yeah. Just yeah. All in all, a pretty healthy format. Oh yeah, and like I'm I'm looking at the brew of the month because hopefully by next week we should be able to buy the cards. I'm really looking at uh I'm pretty confident about the list we developed last episode because uh like cuz we went we are like Dan was on that at last week's episode. We already went through the we went through like our sideboard and, and looked at every single deck we could possibly face. <laughs> And I'm I'm looking like what I'm just based off our sideboard for the brew of the month. I think we're sitting really good against most of these decks. Right, but the problem the problem is, and I apologize for missing last week, is next. I mean this this I Friday, don't. this Friday. <laughs> I don't care about your opinion, Mike. This Friday, all new cards. <laughs> Oh, Mikey, I love you too. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll send you. I'll send you some some pics later. You're gonna, you're gonna, wait, what? <laughs> anyway, yeah, it would have all I new think all new cards. We officially cards. just stepped over the, the line. <laughs> I think we officially just, just jumped into the grave. <laughs> oh, what? I, I didn't say anything bad. I said I I just said positive things. But anyway, it's gonna like I think everything's gonna change <laughs> after this week. So that brew of the month may need to extend. What exactly do you mean by that? By what? Let everybody know why you think there's going to be change. Because of all the new cards. Exactly. I think there would be a new deck. Oh, I hope so. I I, yeah. I kinda mine uh the standard popper show next week is gonna have some well, quasi new brews. Both uh, yeah. Vault Boy Hunter and I kind of came up with some of our own, just yeah, totally Vault new Boy. off the wall. Here. Uh, yeah, he's a cool dude. Um, we came up. We both came up with our own, and they're going to be on the show. Mine was a Golgari Enchant deck, and um, he came up are with a black the, white. Are you using the guy? Are you using the blood craze? Whatever guy. Um, I'm not, but he is. He's doing he grave oh. gray villains, which is you know black white, and that is that is the star right. of the show on that one. Sorry, Brennan, but I'm siding with him because <laughs> I love that blood crazed guy. Oh yeah, I'm oh. siding with people whose name so cool. are. That's awesome. No, I know you wouldn't. <laughs> but yeah, no, no, no. I, I, hey, these these are our these are our archetypes. I don't I don't claim to be. Uh, a brewer of any worth, but I just have ideas, and I want everybody else to expand on them if they can. Yeah. I can think of neat interactions, but putting it all together in a deck, I leave that up to people who uh, profess to be brewers. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I do. I kind of just present the idea. Yeah. If you like it, go with it. But yeah, he's definitely using Blood Craze Top Light. I love that card. Blood Craze Hoplite is so good because I just like how it's black and it also pretty much puts a thumb in the eye of every heroic deck because it can keep up with heroic yeah. decks. Yeah, no, no, it's, it's, it's great. 
I always com- like to compare uh, brewing and magic to playing a charge character in Street Fighter. It's an art. And if, you, if anybody <laughs> doesn't know what I'm talking about, try to pick up somebody like M. Bison in Street Fighter and be amazing with him. Yeah, I guarantee yeah. you getting used to doing combos while having to hold back for two seconds is going to screw you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so that is our metagame. Uh, next is our MTGO Finance. Um, I'll go into the paper for part first. Um, right now, birthing pods are down. They were $20, and now they are down to 12 They dropped $8. So if you want to get a birthing pod when it comes to eBay or in your store or local stores... Now is the time to hit them up because I don't think they're going to keep that $12 price very long. I can't believe they weren't banned. There, there was nothing done to the ban list this time. Yeah. Uh, it's Malira Pod <clears throat> is still a really good deck in Modern, and the fact that Birthing Pods are down probably only means that uh, something else dominated for a few weeks, so right. they dropped them. But I don't... I don't Perceive birthing pod or Malira pod staying down, staying out of the top four very long, and they're going to shoot back up as soon as Malira pod gets its bearing back. So Malira pod is number one online, but birthing pod is still down online too. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, you know what I saw. I know this is kind of getting off finance topic, but it's kind of leaning towards it. Um, one of the guys from the A team, um, he did. He was streaming, and, and basically his whole argument was that Wizards was stupid for banning Deathrite Shaman. And the only thing he said, why did they ban Deathrite Shaman when they didn't ban Gorio's Vengeance? And they sat there on Twitch, live, in front of, uh, you know, he's like three hours of matches or something to that effect, and just match after match after match after yeah. match. And he wins wins them all with Gorio's Vengeance. He throws either in Gr- Grizzlebrand or Emrakul. Yeah, it's a turn two just, combo. Yeah. He goes, well, why... They did that to prevent things. They banned to prevent things like this, but they did nothing to Gorio's vengeance. He's like, this is yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Well, so, the deck isn't I mean, doing anything online. I, I, there's a lot of talk about it, but yeah, yeah the deck really doesn't show up at all. Oh. Yeah. Like the only person who really like put any like real effort to it was uh, Todd Anderson, and he doesn't really play the deck anymore. Hmm. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so birthing pods down. If you have any 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 angst and want to buy this card, I would suggest picking it up because I don't I don't see this card staying down. I think it's gonna jump back up eventually. Uh, another thing is uh, Sphinx's Revelation is down to fifteen dollars, and that used to be a twenty five twenty five dollar thirty twenty five thirty dollar <laughs> card. So it really took a hit. So I would pick this one up while it's down. Um, and then as far as everything else is concerned, uh, shocks, shot, all your, all your new reprinted shock lands are 10 to $12. Um, if you have any angst at wanting a play set or if you're an EDH player and you want, want them for your EDH decks, now's the time to grab them because, uh, not, it's not necessarily the price that will change all that much on the reprints. It's the fact that as long as standard's still going, I, be- I believe Dragon Maze is the only set in Return to Ravnica block that's still being printed. I think so, yeah. And uh, and all all ten of them were printed in that set. You want to grab these before they quit printing them because I can I can guarantee you that after uh, they quit Dragon Maze g- goes off the presses, 
like regardless of the fact that they'll stay to twelve ten to twelve dollars for a while, people aren't going to get rid of them because they're they're shocks, and I mean, you're not going to see them again for a long time. Like if they ever hit another reprint cycle, you're not going to see it for quite a few years. So if you want to get them before they jump back eventually in the long term, jump back up. Shocks are probably what you want to pick up in paper, because I mean, once they once they go off rotation, it, the Dragon Maze is done being printed. They're they're gonna gradually jump back up. They'll, they'll gradually jump jump up in price. I mean, another big thing too is it's not modern season. Yeah. So uh, very know, soon it is modern yeah, season. Very soon. Yeah, very soon it is. But right um, now it is. When modern season ends, and they're gonna uh, go back down. Socklands rotate out of standard at the same time. <laughs> yeah, uh, they might be lower than now. Yeah, so you want to grab these because they're once they quit printing them, they're gonna disappear. No one, people will. This is one of those cards that people will sit on, even though they're not gonna use all of them. So. But yeah, that's that's all I got for the paper. What do you got for the digital side, uh, Dan? Well, I'll uh, take this chance to talk about how rotation works online, because yeah. rotation is the most powerful financial force there is. Uh, yeah. If you look at Innistrad block, everything reached its lowest point between two and four weeks after rotation happened. That is, uh, second half of October, early November of last year, even cars that were not played in standard at all hit their lowest point, like Grizzlebrand. Uh, Grizzlebrand didn't drop a lot, Liliana the Whale didn't drop a lot, but they did drop, and it hit their lowest point uh, right after rotation. And so will happen with Shocklands as well. Uh, when Shocklands come off the modern PTQ season ends, and they rotate out of standard, some people don't play modern, and people dump their Shocklands, but in uh, October, early November, it will definitely be the best chance to pick up Shocklands online uh, for five years, I would uh, expect. Okay, more details from uh, the Magic Online. Uh, the flashback drafts are ending uh, tomorrow. Uh, we don't expect them back until after you release. There's a lot of things happening this summer, and I don't think they need to do flashback drafts. So, and they have almost done the full circle. They might do uh, Master Edition drafts, because Master Edition haven't been flashbacked, and they need to get the Dual Lands out. I, I did assume that Dual Lands would just be in Vintage Masters, because Underground Sea is almost $50 now, and nobody will play Vintage if uh, Underground Sea is $50. But uh, they might try to solve it by doing flashback drafts, but Master Edition is generally hated uh, format, and if Force of Will isn't there to drive the drafts, that is, if Force of Will is in Vintage Masters, and its price drops, uh, then... Uh, it will be very hard to get people to play Master Edition. Yeah, is, is uh, Master's Edition also on paper? I don't even no. remember. No, no, uh, Master's it's, Edition it's things is from the panel list, pretty online. much. Things from their server list. Okay. Yeah, so it, Master's online. Edition uh, was paper. created to get the legacy cards offline. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. 
so uh, right now, then, a lot of poker cards are very low due to the flashback drafts. This lasts for just a couple of days. So uh, pick up Smash the Smithereens, Nettle Sentinels, Manamorphos uh, right now. Definitely and Nettle Sentinels, because those are pricey. Yeah, and they dropped 80%. <laughs> No, wow. they are 30 cents soon. Uh, overall, everything from Shadowmoor Evening Tide crashed extremely hard. Even the rares. You, you know what it was? It was probably the, uh, the free events. A lot of packs were open. Yeah, that's the reason. A lot of packs were open. Yes. Because it was, crash uh, too. It, it, there was no Lorvin uh, packs there, right? Lorvin Morning Tide? No, it was just straight up Shadowmoor. Yeah, okay, that's the reason. Yeah. So pick up your uh, 15 cents uh, Smash the Smithereens and Manamorphosis, because that, that won't last. They, they will triple in value for in just a month. Oh, yeah. Probably, yeah. And now modern PDQ season is coming up, and I expect modern prices on Magical Line to be higher than they have ever been. So pick up your birthing pods and stuff. Fulminator Mages recently dropped them because of the Shadowmoor drafts. And, uh, yeah. So, uh, but yeah. modern PTQ season is the, the big thing coming up. Yeah. Anything else? No, that's it. Alright, and now we're going to have Mikey K's financial revelation. Oh, <laughs> uh, God. I, I, was, I was hoping you would uh, not call it that, but... um. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, first of all, uh, if anyone remembers, I think it was about uh, three or four episodes ago, uh, Dan and I were discussing Lion's Eye Diamond. Uh, Dan thought that Lion's Eye Diamond would somehow reach 50 cents because if it was reprinted in Vintage Masters, there'd be so many copies of it between Mirage uh, being online and between it being a promo that uh, it would you know drop to, to so low. But um, there was one thing that uh, Dan that we forgot about that uh, there there's a good reason why Lions of Diamond shouldn't be or printed Vintage Masters and might not be. It's restricted in Vintage Masters. It's only a one of. It's only a one of in Vintage. So there's really no reason to reprint oh. it if people only need one. Yeah, I, I forgot about that. that. I forgot about that. I forgot it was it was restricted in uh, in Vintage. You see, I, I'm so used to seeing classic online that I forgot. About it because I believe Lines of Diamonds is not restricted oh, so on classic. Yeah, um, so that's another thing. But um, if you read, uh, I think I'm feeding back. Maybe. On the other hand, they will reprint most of the restricted list. Yes, I mean obviously we know the Power Nine's coming. Yeah, uh, expect Demonic Tutor. Yes, Demonic Tutor because it's not uh, it, that definitely could be uh, a printed. I mean that is a vintage. S card. A mystical tutor could be in there as well as a common. Uh, but the other problem is, um, you know, this is a format that is going to be made to be drafted as well. So that's yeah. But it, yeah, it, Pete says that that is a fo- that is a problem. But look at Modern Masters. They reprinted almost. They reprinted ninety percent of the staple cards in Modern. It was like they didn't <laughs> miss a lot, and right, they still made a fantastic about, draft format. What I'm talking about is. Are they really going to build an archetype where a card like Mystical Tutor is actually going to be played? I think uh, the rares uh, don't care about the draft form. The draft form is all about commons and uncommons. That is, that, that's very true. Um, yeah. So if you, if you read Pete's article, 
Uh, I'm just going to skim it here for a couple of the important ones. You know, he talks about uh, how how Modern Masters works and, uh, you know, how they want a ton of people to play Vintage Masters. And, the, and, and you know, look at about, the unplayable the unplayable draft rares in, in Modern Masters, like Blood Moon and stuff. There's It wasn't there for the limited format. Right. They, they definitely are going to print some cards that are, uh, that are uh, you know, just for that. Yes. Um, but one of the things that that Pete says and, and that I believe, that I actually highly agree with is um, they might not to to let people hold value or to to not dedicate spots to cards that are already on Magic Online. It's very very possible that they will that like Dan said they will bring back vintage ma- uh, they, not vintage, they'll bring back modern masters uh, uh, flashback master, master's edition. Ma- sorry, Master's Edition Flashback Draft, so that they don't have to waste spots on the dual lands, especially since uh, how many how many reprints of uh, how many Master's Editions are the dual lands in three? The, in two, uh, they're, they're five, five, ten. But Master's right, right, right. Edition two and three and four never ever fire. People will never play them. Uh, it's right. only Master's Edition one that can be played, and that doesn't have dual lands. Yes, but we know that uh, Wizards doesn't think about that. Uh, I think they do. I think uh, I, I very much don't expect them to try to solve that. Because well, I, I hope you're correct. It's a single correct. point of failure for Vintage Masters. So it's, I, also, it's also a big reason why Force of Will, there's a good chance why it might not be in Vintage Masters, which I think would be the biggest, the actual biggest mistake of all time. Yes. The, the yeah, Force of Will is, in my opinion, and I mean, I don't think there's any doubt, it is the most popular non-powered card. Of all time, yeah, it is. It is yes, it, it it is a four of in every blue deck that you see in vintage, and it's pretty much a four of in just about every blue deck you see in legacy that doesn't have Delver in it. And in those decks that have Delver in it, most of the time there are three of them. That's a lot. Yeah. Uh, so if they don't put Forcible in it, and Pete's theory is correct that they're just going to try and force Master Edition flashback drafts, we're going to have a problem. Uh, yeah, we're gonna have especially with the duels. Especially with the duels. The thing I understand, the thing I understand about a card like Force of Will, it you you gotta it, it's it's so good. I mean, it's, you're going rogue, buddy. It, huh? Okay, you're back. Yeah. No, you were going uh, robot for a second. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, Force of Will is such a good card. I mean, like if you like. Days was designed pretty much off of that card almost. Like, yeah, it's like poor man's version of Force of Will. I mean, it's, I mean, that's why Days were were so high for a while, and and, and it's like just, yeah, it's that I I would be very I'm agree with you, Mike. I would be very upset if Force of Will is not in this uh, this Modern Masters yeah. or the Vintage Masters. Now, uh, <laughs> so, some of the cards I do believe will be in Vintage Masters. Uh, for blue cards, uh, you'll probably see days as a common. I mean, yeah. it's it's one of the it's it's pretty popular in legacy. Um, it's popular in classic. Uh, it's not played that much. Um, it's not really played that much in 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 vintage. Um, but I think days is kind of that eternal card that that fits a common role. It's a good draft. It's a good draft. I mean, card. we we still force spike in masters edition. I think. So I think there. I think we did. Um, yeah. For other blue cards, we'll probably see Mana Drain. Mana Drain is a major staple in a lot of uh, a lot of 
vintage decks nowadays. Yeah. Uh, we're probably not going to see any play, any planeswalkers. I don't think we're going to see a Jace the Mind Sculptor in Vintage Masters. Uh, <laughs> that'd be really funny though. Uh, for green cards, you'll probably see Berserk. Uh, yeah. You'll, you'll, yeah, Berserk. you'll more than likely see Berserk. Uh, we're not going to see Tarmogoyf, of course. So any of you who are thinking they're going to reprint, they're going to print Tarmogoyf again, I highly doubt it. Especially because it's such a modern card and it's barely played and vintage. Um, I think it's quite likely that we will see no modern cards at all. No, we're not going to see any modern. We're not going to see Dark Confidant, even though Dark Confidant's a bigger card in vintage, in my opinion. I doubt it we're going to see it. Uh, we might see Cabal Therapy as a discard spell. It's possible. Um, yeah, very likely. That card's awesome. That, that's possible. Uh, it's very possible that we, for red cards, we'll, we might see Imperial Recruiter. Yes. We could see Imperial Recruiter. Um, for white cards, we'll probably see Source of Plowshares as an uncommon. Yes. Uh, yeah. We'll probably see that. For black, I mean, I, I have to agree with Dan. I, I, I mean, we'll probably see Demonic Tutor. We'll, pro- uh, we'll probably see Vampiric Tutor, actually, too, because there's only one printing of it, right? Six editions, not online. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably see Necropotence, I hope. I love Necropotence. Such a good card. Goddamn Necropotence. Necropotence. Um, <laughs> it's in every black EDH uh, deck I ever have. Yeah. I think Necropotence is just the black card that is almost in every black deck. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> hmm. What can I play for really low and get whatever the heck I want and as many cards as I want? But, yeah. but uh... Or- it's a hard decision. Uh, artifacts are probably the biggest thing, because for artifacts, um, you're likely to see Time Vault. You're, you're very likely to see Time Vault and Voltaic Key. Um, Candelabra. You could, you could see can, uh, Candelabra. You could see Thran Dynamo. You could see uh, Soul Ring. You'll probably, we'll probably see Soul Ring. If we don't see Soul Ring, I think that's a, a real fail. It, it, I, uh, I don't think we'll see Soul Ring because it has been reprinted really? four times. Oh, that's right. It's, it's, in, it's in Commander decks. I apologize. You're yes. right. It's in every Commander deck. Um, I, what about Mana Crypt? Mana Crypt we will definitely see. Definitely see. Yeah. As far as the lands that we will see go, we'll probably see Workshop. If we don't see Mishra's Workshop, then, then oh, somebody's yeah. got to screw loose. We'll probably yeah. see. We'll, we'll probably see Academy. We'll uh, we'll probably we might we might might see Richard on Port. I don't think so, but there's a chance. And why wouldn't they print? Because it's not it's not really that popular. I mean, shop decks don't really play it anymore. Okay, but I, I think they want to kill the uh, every card that has mm. a high price. They want oh, yeah, to bring point. down. So yeah, so, I think uh, we'll see that. We might see Strip Mine. We'll, de- we'll probably see Caracas. Uh, yeah, both of those seems very likely. We could, we could. It is possible because it is one of the most played lands. We could see wasteland, and that's going to oh, yeah. be pretty freaking huge. Yeah, that's going to be pretty big. Uh, you guys are speaking my language. This is all EDH gold. Well, so <laughs> yeah, I think there will be a lot of EDH gold in Vintage Masters. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, yeah. And uh, Vintage Masters drafts are probably going to be twenty-five tickets and. Uh, I mean, this is vintage Masters compared to modern Masters. This is vintage where you open a Black Lotus, you're probably buying yourself a collection for modern. Yeah. So you're probably buying yourself a collection. And remember, oh, yeah. they if, have... If I, they, oh, sorry. Oh, no, go ahead. You're finishing thought. Uh, they haven't said we're not going to see foil power. 
They have they said did that say, there's going to be foil they power. They did say there's going to be foil they power. They did say there will be foil there's, power. I, I'm yes. telling you, if I, if, I op- if I opened up Foil Lotus, I'm throwing it out there for 5,000 tickets. First come, first serve. Yeah. That's if, the first thing I'm do. I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> really? Yeah, I don't I don't think that's going to happen. I don't expect Black I, Lotus I actually on Monday with plus six. You think it uh, will? Foil Lotus will be 72 times as rare. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. It's more mystic. Foil Lotus Online will literally be the absolute rarest card in all of Magic history. I mean, well, do you, uh, let, let, me, let me ask you guys a question because I'm pretty sure I know the answer to this. Do, you, do any of you actually know why the Power 9 is called the Power 9? Because there no. are nine cards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're very hate powerful. Hate you. hate you, Dan. I do. I really do. No, I don't. <laughs> Uh, no, they're called the Power Nine because when Magic first came out, they were the nine rarest cards that you could open. Okay, they were, they were as rare as the other cards. They were they were as rare as the other cards. They were the nine. They were considered the nine most powerful, most rarest cards in in, in the set. Black Lotus to this uh, is said to be the hardest card of all time to ever open in a pack. Do you, Do you mean that they took them out or? No, well, they, they, they just did. didn't print a lot of them. But they, they, they ran print sheets for Alpha. They had three print sheets, rare, uncommon, and common. So there are 1,800 beta, uh, beta lotuses, uh, 19,000 unlimited lotuses, and it's the same as Granite Gargoyle. The hell's a Granite Gargoyle? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> rare from Alpha. <laughs> uh, I I own I have owned three Beta Lotuses and like five Unlimited, <laughs> and, wow. and the print runs were published. I, ran, I well I ran on the wiki page that the reason why they called Power Nine is because they were the nine most rarest cards in Magic. That's what I read. Scrap the rarest cards in Magic are the Arabian Nights uh, uncommon trees. Uh, because they only exist in twenty thousand copies. Whereas yeah, we we we, 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 we don't talk. We don't talk about Arabian Nights here. Yeah. <laughs> so you have to go yeah. like Ali Baba and stuff. Or Ali from Cairo. What? Why? Why you gotta do that? What? Why? Why'd you? We're gonna get a racist. There's <laughs> no way. Hey, there's awesome cards. In the. Uh... I'm gonna Google this right now on air. Why is the Power Nine called the Power Nine? <laughs> there's nothing. There's nothing more riveting than listening to someone search the internet. I'm pretty sure it's because they are nine cards. Because we we used to talk about the power tens, including the library. Yeah, library is the the so-called tenth card, while bizarre is like the twelfth or something. Yeah, and yeah. bizarre wasn't good before Ravnica. <laughs> That's true. No, bizarre, well, bizarre I mean, was so okay. Bizarre had some decks that it was good in. Squee, squee, squee. Yeah. yeah. Do you want me to go to the Rage of the Week while you're doing research on that? Yeah, go for it. Remember, I got a Rage of the Week, too. All right. Rage of the Week. Uh, Mike has one, but this is the one I found. Uh, This one goes... This is a shout-out to none other than Moxbetter. All right. So, looks like we're doing a... Standard? No, modern? (laughs) Is it raging on Blippi? Yeah, he raging on Blippi. That, that should be uh, forbidden. We're doing modern. We're, we're playing modern. Looks like Blippi is doing pretty good here. He's got the whatever his setup here is. Um, Mox Bitter, Mox Mox Better is just he kind of doesn't type. Uh, he looks like he might have said the f word. 
And the, yeah, he did. He said the F word. He just typed the F, so the F word is why it wasn't showing up. And then we go where he talks again, and he he puts the, he types, you take so blanking long. <laughs> and then Blippi, <laughs> more stuff happens. Blippi responds with thinking hard. Mox better responds with blank off. Blank off, and Mox Better has lost connection to the game. Yeah, look, look at this. Okay, look at Mox Better's time. 28 minutes. Look at Blippi's time. 26 minutes. There's only two minutes difference, and that's enough to make Mox Better lose his shit? Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> two minutes! Oh, Damn I, it, I Blippi! Two minutes! Okay. <laughs> I, found real, three I found the real thick. reason they're called Power Nine. They're called the Power Nine because they were considered the nine cards that broke the rules of Magic. Yeah, they sure yeah, did. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. you got a one-mana yeah, one target player draws three cards. <laughs> I remember Mr. Yeah. Gorfield saying that we, we never thought anybody would buy more than, like, eight boosters, you, so you, that wasn't a problem. Yeah. <laughs> you know that Ancestral Recall is part of a cycle, too? Supposedly, like, blue got yes. Recall, green got yeah. Giant Growth, red got oh, yeah. Lightning Bolt. Black guy, no, white guy, healing solve. Healing solve is the best one. Yeah, black guy didn't get anything. White wasn't source supply shares; it was healing solve. Source supply share was something else. Oh, ritual. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if I ever, if I ever got an ancestral recall, I wouldn't use it to draw cards. I would make other people draw three. That's how important that. Blue gets ancestral recall, and green gets giant growth. How the yep. hell does that? It wasn't berserk. It's considered giant growth. Yep, exactly. Yeah. It was what it was. In he case anybody, does, in case anybody doesn't get the reference, it's it's they all do something with with the number three. Like yeah. both those three damage helix cell. It's got it's got great art too, you know. Yeah, yeah. that'll be the worst cycle ever. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be the most unbalanced cycle I think I've ever seen in any card game. Yeah, but I knew Act- it because Ancestral Recall was rare and the others weren't. Actually, the worst cycle ever is probably the ba- the getting rid of banding lands and legends. We don't talk about <laughs> yes. We don't talk about. Banding. At least it was even. <laughs> right. <laughs> we, don't, we don't. We don't talk about banding. We don't, we don't talk about stupid little birds that for some reason can kill a ten ten creature out of the blue. We don't. We don't talk about that. Crap. <laughs> Uh, Bounce anyway. with others. <laughs> what rage of the week do you got, Mike? Well, I got a fun little story. So uh, I was doing a cube draft with uh, with a friend of mine, and uh, I drafted a blue white deck. My my friend told me to take balance. I didn't think much of it at the time. So um, playing against a guy in round two, he's playing uh, blue black red, and I'm on blue white. Uh, at some point, he goes to ferry. I crocus it back. In response, he goes shadow mage infiltrator. Instead of recasting Teferi so I could Wrath of God the next turn and blow him out, he cast Catastrophe. Now, for most of you who don't know what Catastrophe is, it's four white, it's four white, white. Choose one. Destroy all creatures or all lands. He destroys all lands. I get back my Coalition Relic, and I draw a Plains. Uh, oh, no, I draw, I think, an Underground Sea. I don't remember. He draws a non-land, so I'm at two. It's two turns later. You guys imagine what I top deck next? Give you a hint. I mentioned the card earlier. Balance. Oh, I did. I was a dirty, dirty little man. I top deck balance. He ended up discarding uh, three cards out of his hand, losing his creature, and promptly lost the game. 
The next, that's awesome. That's awesome. The next turn, the next game, he said, uh, turn three. That was the dirtiest, sickest, most. Uh, I, I don't want to say the word, but uh, bleeping luck I've ever seen. Good job. And I promptly said, thank you. <laughs> and then I whooped his ass five turns later. I also had another rage quit uh, in round one. So turn one, I go planes. Turn two, I went planes. Turn three, I went planes and Bremaz. He went to counter it. I force of will, and he scooped. I actually have the picture on uh, on Facebook. Nice. <laughs> Uh, he then the next game I uh, proceeded to get not only manatized, not only spell pierced, Ugh. but I got dazed as well. Oh, oh wow, you got all of the bad, okay. all the I'm sure, counter I'm spells sure you had. Was somewhere in his deck. Oh no no, I'm sorry, I didn't get spell pierced. I got patent negation. Oh, every <laughs> single free spell in the book, and I still won. There you go. Nice. Easy pickets. All right, shout-outs and email. Um, we have an email here from Stephen Pet- Petrarca. I hope Petrarca, I didn't... I think. Yeah, Petrarca. I, I think that's what I'm going to call it. I hope Petrarca, I didn't... Yeah. Okay, I hope I didn't... Just we'll just here. call him Stephen P. There you go. We'll call him Stephen. Uh, he sent, sent us an email, and here it is. He goes, Hi there, I listened to a good portion of your show this afternoon. I, I, he doesn't say what episode it was, so I'm not even sure. It was uh, last episode, oh, because he's mentioning uh, the... Last the week, month. yeah. Was it last week? Okay. Um, I, was, I was wondering if you released the deck list from the Brew of the Month. Magic the Gathering is very popular with the local children I, that attend a non-profit for free... Teen Center, sponsored by Parks and Recreation Department in my hometown. I have been working there for around six years, being a longtime player of Magic from my childhood, and more recently getting back into the game, Return to Ravnica. I have an expansive collection of older cards. Recently, we have been trying to stay in the blocks. The kids and I have been playing and collecting via various drafts, both my own, with friends who would donate extra play sets of unused commons to the Teen Center, or with the work program, where the town would buy a box of boosters and the kids kept the cards after drafts. Getting back to my points, I know I know they would love to see some real magic decks that could make make a and be good competitive good competitive with less money and more strategy. Thanks for your time. You've gained a listener, Sindo. And then he wrote back, and and so I listened to five more minutes of the podcast, and you started comparing the top ten list to, on PDC Magic. So thanks for answering my questions so quickly, even though you didn't mean to. With thanks, Sindo. <laughs> <laughs> um, for those that might have not listened to last week's episode, when we did the Brew of the Month, we uh, looked at our sideboard and literally went through the top, all the all the big decks, and. Uh, Discuss what we would take out and what we would add, what we would add from the sideboard and take out from the main board. Um, it was pretty. Uh, we got pretty uh, in, in depth on it, so I'm not going to go into how in depth or any any specific content, but it's all on last week's show. It was it was, it was pretty good. You know, um, you know, but yeah, uh, you know what we could do. I mean, he says he he works for a you know a, a youth center. I guess I could call yeah. it. Um, we could, you know, maybe run a charity drive for that guy one day. Yeah, um, yeah, uh, yeah, Sindo, if you're, I know you're listening to the show now, we've gained a listener. 
Um, if you uh, if you can give us some sort of address, like maybe to not no not your personal or well, anything. Well, yeah, give us like a PO box and uh, like a, we or a PO box. Drive for the you, the yeah. center where you work, the center where you're working. I'm pretty sure we can send some uh, some poppers, standard commons your way, or even just some booster packs. Or even just some booster packs. I'm pretty sure there'd be people in our community that'd be willing to donate that stuff. I know. I got lots of extra stuff floating around. I could probably donate I mean, some uh, comments. I'm sure Dan will have some Girl Scout cookies to send you as well. <laughs> I ate them all. Dan, I don't think you're going to lift that down. You're really not. I'm going to try to bring that up every single week for the rest of my life that you're on the show. <laughs> or I'm on the show, whichever one comes first. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, uh, well, just get that info to us, and maybe we can get some uh, charity drive or some, some donations out of your area to your to your, uh, to your your local group. Uh, so, good job, and keep those younger players playing, because they're our future. Yes, indeed. Yep. Uh, speaking of which, have we gotten any EDH deck lists from our viewers for our EDH end no, of the year nobody submitted an EDH deck list for me yet. God for damn, our- you listeners are effing lazy. Yes, like I said, give me a list. We'll go through it on the other show. That's right. All you copper players that aren't sending us EDH decks, how dare you? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what? I mean, I am... am, We're doing a... I don't think the hear in the line called Buddy Jerks (laughs) is what you spoke about at the beginning of I'm just kidding. But, um, But yeah. Since I'm going to be streaming, and I mean, I have a donation button, we could... uh, I could we could run a donation drive for uh, for this youth center at the end of the year. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. The uh, the popper EDH that me and my friend Garrett were talking about was all the variations of Hill Giant in Magic the Gathering. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every gray ogre at Hill Giant known to man. I remember I was like. 11 years old or like 10 years old and I didn't really know much about cards but some dude comes out of the card store and says hey you want to buy this hill giant it's worth $100 it's like a foil common I'm like, I look at him like do I look that stupid? <laughs> <laughs> he got really pissed off too yeah. Yeah, well, <laughs> he tried to sell me a foil hill giant but, no, but uh, I, I still need a deck for this end of the year twi- Twitter th- Twitch thing we're doing so uh, get your deck submitted yeah, and, I would uh, rather play one that a viewer gives me than build one myself yeah I, I'd rather play a viewer and, uh, Dan is banned from playing the color blue so that we can put him through agony for you know beating the little girls no <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh wait uh How's uh? Does anybody know how Sam is doing? Huh? Who? Vault Boy? Oh. Sam. Yeah, I know Dan gets the reference. Yeah. Oh, Sam. <laughs> hey, Sam. <laughs> oh yeah, that guy. <laughs> Mr. Great top deck, Mr. Sam. <laughs> Mr. Christopher <laughs> Sam Weaver. <laughs> I wonder what he's yeah. been doing since uh, the popper premiere events haven't been firing. Mm. He usually plays in like he usually plays all of them. His uh. He's got nothing else better to do, I guess. I think he has uh, had uh, a lot of real life happening to him. Yeah, you know, he decided to leave his house after like six months, finally took a shower, ate ate a piece of bread, <laughs> drank, a, yeah. drank a monster, just ran out of the house. But yeah, that's a lot uh, of excitement. <laughs> we should close this show down because it's getting close to that time. <laughs> um, how, can they reach, how can they reach you, Dan? 
They can reach me on YouTube at Magic Gathering Strat or on my other channel, Fan of History. I've yeah. also uh, sort of adapted the name Fan of History for all my uh, YouTube stuff. So uh, I'm now Fan of History on uh, uh, the Popper to the People forums as well, where I yeah. uh, spend some time. Yep. Uh, how can they get a hold of you, Mike? Oh, well, you can reach me on YouTube at MikeyK159. You can uh, reach me at the same name on uh, on Twitch.tv. Um, you can also uh, reach me at Nate's Twitter. He'll, I'm sure he'll have no problem getting you some messages back. And uh, you can also reach me on Magic Online. My name is MikeyK159, pretty much the same goddamn thing everywhere. And, uh, yeah, so that's about it. How can I get a hold of you, Brandon? Well, I have to really do search for... Cyrulean on uh, Twitter, and I'm out there. And also that same Magic Gathering Strat on YouTube. I post videos out there, and I try to keep yeah. up with them. So comment, and I'll comment back. I'll get a hold of you, Nick. Commanders um, HQ. Commanders HQ two at Google.com. Mm-hmm. I like how you had to point that out to him. Yeah, well, he's new, to, he's new to this whole uh-huh, thing. Ah, very funny. <laughs> he's a rookie. I am a rookie in the technological era, but yeah. Get used to it after a while. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. <laughs> what, about you, uh, what about you, Nate? How can they reach you? You can get a hold of me at uh, uh, popperdothepeople at gmail.com or at Twitter at Nathan Yunkin or on CommandersHQ2 at Google.com. My, and my MTGO name is NUCon, as well as on the forums, so you can get, reach me there. But uh, that's about it. I think we got a show. I'll send it to Chris. Get ready for the big, long email. I think I'm, I'm going to have to do it. I think I'm going to have to make Twitter. But, uh... Let's do it. I, I don't want to do it, but I'm going to have to do it. Until next week. What are we, the tapping glass show now? I'm Brennan. I'm Mike. I'm Don. I'm Nick. And that is Popper to the People. Popper to the People.